Hey everyone, it's Andrew DiBartolo here with Liberty Coalition Canada coming to you especially on this Friday night. We normally don't release episodes or shows on Friday night, but we wanted to bring you a brief video message regarding what's been happening today. So earlier this afternoon, Friday, February the 17th, the Public Order Emergency Commission released their final report regarding the invoking of the Emergencies Act, or what it's really, the War Measures Act in 2022 by the federal government in response to the Freedom Convoy. And so they released their final report in five lengthy volumes. I don't want to go into too much detail tonight. Matt and I plan on doing a full episode, a full deep dive on Tuesday, and we actually plan on having a few guests as well to speak to this from a few different angles. So we're going to give it the time it deserves. So I don't want to tip our hand. I also don't want to go into too much detail. What I basically want to do is I want to reveal the essential summary or conclusion that the commission came to, and then some brief responses, because I'm sure a lot of you, in light of the decision, are quite disappointed. You've been reeling. Maybe there's feelings of hopelessness, uh, discouragement. I know I've talked with a number of pastors today pastors who've been very outspoken, who were in Ottawa during the time of the convoy, or those who supported from a distance. And we agree that we are disheartened by this decision. So I'll just read from the commission. This was their conclusion as they think of the various things that happened in Ottawa, what was going on, and also around the country in Windsor, at the Ambassador Bridge, in Alberta, at the Coots Bridge crossing. So this is what Commissioner Rulo said. For these reasons, which is all the reasons, all of the things that were happening during this time, I have concluded the cabinet, the federal government, was reasonably concerned that the situation it was facing was worsening and at risk of becoming dangerous and unmanageable. There was credible and compelling evidence supporting both a subjective and objective reasonable belief in the existence of a public order emergency. The decision to invoke the act was appropriate. Now, there's so much wrong with that statement. And like I said, Matt and I will pick it apart as well as the entire final report next week. But basically, what Commissioner Rulo found was that the federal government, and really this is Justin Trudeau, was justified and appropriate in invoking the act to deal with, again, peaceful, nonviolent protests, a little bit of a traffic violation. And in Ottawa, what was bouncy castles and French toast and a wonderful festive celebration with lots of really amazing things happening, and people who for the first time in a long time were proud to be Canadian, who were simply looking for an opportunity to speak with any elected official regarding the mandates, and the commission has found that's totally appropriate. Uh, which is utter nonsense. It is lawless. It is evil. This is corrupt. This is unjust. This is, I mean, it is so despicable that this was a conclusion. And in one sense, I'm not surprised, but I'm shocked because if anyone was following the public inquiry, and if anyone who watches the show knows, we hammered away at every single elected police official, security safety official who all said 
There was no reason. It was unjustified. There was no reason. There was no reason. And even the citizens of Ottawa, once their once their testimonies were picked apart, you saw that it was all it was all a circus. And so this is despicable that they've come to this conclusion. Again, not surprised, but still shocked nevertheless. I'll also say that as an added bit of bitterness, this weekend is the one-year anniversary of the convoy being shut down and crushed by police goons. It was Saturday, February the 19th, when I was in Ottawa with a few friends of mine, when the police officers from all over the country came out of the Chateau Laurier, and then in 90 minutes they pushed us off of Wellington Street onto the adjacent streets. There were sound grenades, tear gas, smoke grenades. They had their riot gear, their shields and their clubs. They were beating and arresting people. There were snipers on the rooftops. There were drones overhead. I was there. I saw it all. Friends of mine were arrested. So it's a little bit of an emotional weekend thinking about this time last year. I was talking to a friend not that long ago. I messaged him saying it's, it's pretty wild to think that this weekend is the anniversary. And then sure enough, now you have this. And so that adds to the pain. That adds to the emotional nature of this situation. Uh, it's, it's pretty vile stuff. And so what, you know, what do we do now? How do we respond to this? Well, again, like I said, we are going to do a thorough dive into the report with some guests. Because we want to be able to respond to this in a measured biblical Christian sound way and I you know I, I was thinking of saying dispassionate but the reality is this is emotionally charged and so we're not going to allow emotions to to get us away from what's true and what's right but it is emotional you can't avoid that in this situation so we're going to do that next week that's that's the first thing the second thing is number of pastors and Christians are thinking about how do we respond collectively by way of statement by way of article by way of open letter we're going to figure that out and you can be certain that liberty coalition canada will be involved in the creation and the actual exposure and the dissemination of that letter and of that statement so keep an eye out for that as well i'll actually be in ottawa tomorrow i wasn't planning on going for this reason even before the report was released i was planning on heading to ottawa again because it's the anniversary of when everything was shut down but i'm actually going to be there tomorrow i'll be interviewing josh alexander nick alexander and monty walker who are the three young guys involved with save canada and i'll be doing a lengthy interview with the three of them a little more casual sitting around talking getting to know them better and so you can look out for that we're going to release that as well we won't be going live but hopefully early next week, maybe even on Monday when we do our week at a glance, we'll send that out. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I would say be praying for our nation. This is the kind of thing that will make people who've already been beaten and battered and broken even more discouraged and feel even more hopeless. And the reality is that that could increase the possibility of people making unwise, rash, reactive decisions. So we need to pray for the Spirit of God to bring a measure of calm to our nation and to the people who've been thoroughly harmed by the decisions that our elected officials have made in the last three years. We need to pray for the peace of Christ to reign in our hearts. We need to pray for the people of God to raise their voices, to be public in speaking out against this, but also to be faithful 
to preach the gospel, to gather to worship, and to not let the state tell us what we can or can't do. That's Christ's domain because he's king of the church. And we need to continue to pray for our elected officials, that God would bring them to a position of repentance from this great evil that they've done, from the complacency and the complicity of the Public Order Emergency Commission, and really for God to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to bring them to repentance. And so keep an eye out because we are going to be talking and doing a lot regarding this situation. Again, I just wanted to come out tonight and tell you that I share your disappointment. I personally am, am disheartened by this, and I'm emotionally affected by it. And I imagine it's going to be a fairly emotional weekend for me, as I'm sure it will be for many of you. And it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to be upset by this. But we will continue to trust God, and we will continue to be faithful. I also wanted to read very quickly something from a book that I'm reading right now. It's by Erwin Lutzer, When a Nation Abandons God. And in the book, he looks at the things that led up to the Holocaust and the full fury of the Nazi regime. And he wrote this book back in 2010. He updated it in 2014. And so in this book, he's looking forward to what might happen if things progress. And in very prophetic manner, that's kind of where we are. And so he says this in the book. When God is separated from government, we are forced to accept arbitrary laws. Either God is the lawgiver or man is. Either we derive our laws from theistic universal values, or we say that the individual countries or cultures are the lawgivers. Either God is supreme or the state is supreme. And this is where we are right now, that our country has abandoned the law of God, the rule and the reign of God. Our country has abandoned morals grounded in objective truths and realities. Our country has elevated the subjective of feelings and the cultural Marxist, woke, social justice, leftist, progressive ideologies, which have devastated and continue to dismantle the things that hold our country and our culture together. And so our laws are arbitrary laws, right? It's okay to, to murder a baby when he or she is inside of their mother's womb, but it's not okay to kill a Canadian goose. That's an arbitrary law. And our country is governed by arbitrary laws where the prime minister can invoke for himself vast and innumerable powers because of a peaceful protest and celebration. So this is where we are as a country. God is no longer supreme, so the state is supreme. We live in a country where a statist scientist religion rules the day. And what we need to do more than ever is we need to see it for what it is. We need to be aware of what's going on. We need to speak out against it. We need to encourage one another to be faithful to Christ, continue to avail ourselves of opportunities, whether it's protest, peaceful protest, whether it's engaging in the political realm, whether it's reaching out to our elected officials on all levels. These are the things we need to do, and we need to continue to be faithful to Christ we understand that he is building his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That his people have been given the keys to the kingdom that we are to proclaim the gospel. We're to call people to repent. We're to bring all things under the lordship of Christ in all spheres. So that is what we will do. That is what I want to encourage you to do. And please, this weekend, 
if you're able, I'm sure there are some events happening in Ottawa. If you're nearby and able, it'd be great to be there to see what's going on again, to continue to celebrate and protest and reflect on what we've seen in this last year, especially, but the last three years. And this Sunday, as you gather with other believers to worship the risen Christ and exalt him as king, may he fill you with strength and encourage you in your inner being to continue to be faithful and obey him no matter the cost. We'll see you next week. Friends, we're posting. Friends, we're posting new content multiple times every week throughout our various shows on this channel. So you're going to want to subscribe to it and hit that notification bell. That way you stay up to date with everything that we're releasing here with the Liberty Coalition Canada.